0: Thank you for tuning in to episode 9B with Riley Gerber. If you want to watch the video version, you can do that on YouTube at Pop Off With James. You can follow us on Instagram at Pop Off With James. It's James Pike and Below Deck Above Average. Thank you so much for listening. If you're struggling with mental health or addiction, please go to the description of this video for resources in your area or please reach out. Have a good day.
1: Of course, seeing the show, I didn't think I'd like Kate at all. And I love Kate. Like we had our little row in the beginning over, you know, she was like siding with Chandler, not knowing what the fuck, you know, was going down. And I'm like, to me, I know there's hierarchy. You know, I, I've dealt with it in plenty of jobs in my life. I treat people like people. And Chandler was a fucking moron and uh, and completely ridiculously out of line on a lot of shit and and people say that about me because I was his you know inferior but I don't he was a fucking moron and people got to see that so thank god you know Kate is very good at what she does and I absolutely love her I adore her and I think she excels in you know being a, a character that is you know she's She's just like me in a sense where you either like her or you don't, you know what I mean? Like you love her, you hate her. And for Kate, you know, you gotta get it we all form our opinions about these people that we don't know, you know, I'm a culprit of that. But then once you get to know them, you're like, oh yeah, they're a different person, you know. People that are watching my Instagram are like, she's totally not this raging bitch that you know <laughs> we saw, you know, and sometimes they change their opinion. You know, so with Kate, she didn't act, you know, she I mean <sighs> I still think, you know, of course, there's different privileges and different perks that people that have been in television for so long and have been on the same show for so long have, you know, yeah. if, of, if I walked off a set, you know, I, I would probably be like, let go, let go, you know, Kate, you know, walked off and was welcomed back. And, you know, I, I, I don't think she shouldn't have been welcomed back. I think that there's people like Ashton, I know he showed up for the camera, you know, cause again, we'd have all these talks behind the scenes and, you know, after filming and in between airing and it was like, you know, nice and good. And you felt like you were making like headway. And then of course, like they'd say some bullshit like even Tyler, they'd say some fucking bullshit on like, you know, the after show or, you know watch what happens or whatever. And it's like, what? You know, like if I had an issue, I'd still be like, "Oh yeah, but we made our peace, But like, they didn't even say that shit. They show up for the camera. There's people that show up, and and um, you know, Kate knows when the camera's on her, and she's she's good about being a yachty. She worked, she worked her ass off. You know, Lee, I never.
0: You guys had your you guys had your thing, right?
1: yeah and i think lee you know my issue with lee is like again he was commenting a lot on things that he wasn't a part of and i i say this all the time he is as ill-informed as the viewers because he's not fucking involved in any of it and unless there's a producer in his ear telling him something or else you know like he didn't know what the fuck was happening you know And yeah, I get it. Like he might hear me say something on the radio or might see something. And, and, you know, I don't think that that's reason not for him to form an opinion of me again, but he didn't get to know me until after that first reunion. And we had a sit down, me, him and his wife. And it was a long fucking sit down and we're all crying and we're all talking. (laughs) And then, you know, he doesn't, you know, he had an issue with me being truthful, (laughs) About a situation on the second season, and I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not gonna not say the truth about the whole tip thing. He fucked me over on that, and you can go back and see. You don't see him not tip me, but he didn't. And you can go back and see where he tips Tanner shitting his brains out and sitting out a whole fucking charter, and Brian out with his knee injury, and and then him be like, "I don't have it any other way." Well, where the fuck is my tip? And don't tell me it's because I didn't do shit because I worked my fucking ass off.
0: I didn't understand that. Cause even like in serving or something, right. Like if you're there for half the charter, if you're there for a day of the charter, you divide how much the your share would be. And then you get how long you were there for. Right. Like, yeah. I, don't, was, I don't know. One
1: of that. the first three things he said to me on my return, that second season is like, by the way, you know, you're not going to be getting any of the tip share this charter because the guys are doing all the heavy lifting. And I, and I was very taken aback, but like, I was already controversial the last season. I was like, what am I going to do? Start off day one, first 10 minutes in and be like, no, fuck you, Lee. You know, i like, I don't think that would have bode well for me. So I was (laughs) hopeful that he would change his mind, you know, and see like, okay, she's putting in the work. Like I, like there's, I, I am not one hater and fan of that show could say that like none, they've even said shit about me, but they're like, well, she's got a strong work ethic. And that's a hundred percent true. Like I will never not do like above and beyond at a job and I will never not try and and be the best that I can be at it. And so, uh, yeah, I thought he'd change his mind and he didn't. And, you know, it was very fucking insulting and it was more so insulting to see. Yeah. You know, I didn't know until it started to air that he didn't you know, that he tipped Tanner for shitting himself. Like, I wouldn't have it anywhere. Else. Well, he just got like 1500 bucks for laying up in bed, shitting his bed.
0: So for people who are listening who don't necessarily know the whole situation.
1: So my second season coming back midway through uh, this the season, I uh, take a 30-hour flight to Thailand um, and then get thrown into the charter halfway through the charter. So we know it's three days. So I'm there literally mid second day. And, you know, yeah, one of the first things Lee says to me is, is, you know, I'm not getting part of the tip because the guys are doing all the heavy lifting. And, and meanwhile, you know, we're down a deckhand because Brian's out with his knee injury. And, uh, of course I, I'm, you know, I jump right into it. And I'm working just as hard and heavy as these guys. And, and we all hear Ashton say, like, he's going to, if I want to, you know, partake and lift in lifting the slide, like, he's going to let me, you know, this time and all that shit. So I, I was yeah. doing a lot of heavy lifting. And of course, you know, come tip share, I didn't get a tip. And it was because Lee decided he didn't want to share that with me. And, and for me, there's no valid reason for that. He knows there's no valid reason for it. And he doesn't know how to answer for that to fans because he's fucking yeah. wrong. So he got all kinds of bent out of shape. He called legal. To, you know, I did that. Pod, I, I announced it on a podcast with Colin, actually. That was the first time I, I talked about it. First time I tweeted about it. First time anything. And immediately legal, legal from Bravo calls me and tells me, you know, mum's the word. And I, and I was like, why? <laughs> And they said, well, you know, that's disparaging crew members. And I said, the whole fucking show is disparaging crew members. Like, if that's the case, take the fucking show off there. You know, yeah. like, please blog at the end of every episode is a fucking disparaging blog. And I was like, sure, I won't say it again. Because it was already <laughs> there. He was like, I, I guess he had another event with Colin where he refused to, like, he took Colin aside and said, I refuse to talk about this. And the, And the thing is, is like, you know, you're going to quiet me from saying the fucking truth, which is defending my my character. Like, I don't respect these guys and I don't respect authority. Well, here's a clear fucking reason why I don't respect them. You know, if, if you're going to sit there and respect somebody based on that, then that's on you. But it, that's not who I am.
0: So I don't understand because his his like what he was telling you why you weren't getting the tip is because you were coming in late. But it doesn't, I don't understand because it doesn't matter if you're female, if you're male, you're doing your, you know what I mean? It's not like you're doing any less of work. I, I don't understand it at all. all you
1: want to know how you understand it, James? It's called the misogyny.
0: <laughs> in The
1: fucking top. <laughs> There's clear sexist issues on, on in any environment working any of that. And, you know, it starts from the top. And I feel like that was a very misogynistic approach to me coming on and it was not dealt with correctly on his end. And, you know, I didn't make a fuss about it while we were filming, But I'm going to make a fuss about it if you're going to tell me to shut the fuck up and that you don't want to talk about it because you're going to look bad. Well, fuck you.
0: Uh, What stopped? Welcome (laughs) welcome
1: to my whole season.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What stopped? Okay, so there's like an in-between, like you could go to him and be like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Or you could just be like, hey, listen, I feel this way. I feel this way. How come? You know, and you could ask them, how come come that didn't happen, do you think?
1: Well, again, I was very hopeful that Lee, you know, being a a captain who's been through it all, like he doesn't earn his stripes for not having, you know, spent the time on the water and put in the effort, you know, and the jobs and all that. Like he, you know, it's the same thing as him trying to be insulting, saying this isn't a tugboat in Alaska. Like, bitch, you're right. Like, it's not a tugboat in Alaska. If it was a tugboat, I'd be doing all the fucking manual labor while you're sitting up here hitting a button to your engineers down below, telling them to start the engines. Like there's a it's it's insulting to me. It was like he showed up for cameras, you know what I mean? And he let his ego get the better of him. And it was funny because you could see him treat other women a different way. Like he was very soft-spoken and very sweet to like Courtney and you know, all these other dainty little girls, you know. But when I was there, it was like, hello. You know, like he knew, you know, like you can't really contend with me because I'm going to say something. So I didn't say anything to him at that moment in the hopes of him, you know, being someone that I could respect and changing his mind by seeing the work that was put forth. And, you know, he does see work. He just doesn't know the little drama bits in and out, you know, and I talked to Kate about it a couple times and, you know, I don't know if I was hoping that maybe Kate would say something or not, but yeah, like in hindsight, you know, I could have gone to him very professionally and calmly and just been like, you know, this, I still think this is bogus. Um, I don't know that he would have done anything about it to be honest. And, you know, and I've got to give Ashton credit here because he did uh, even though they all made like 13, $1,400, even Brian, who was out half of the fucking charter, got $1,400. Um, oh, yeah. Even though, uh, that happened Ashton, um, it's still insulting because it was only a hundred dollars from each of them, <laughs> but he's like, he went and collected a hundred dollars from him and Tanner and Ryan and gave it to me. And I was like, Oh, thanks guys.
0: Do you feel like he was trying to, like, because of your season before with Ashton, Do you feel like he was just trying to, get on your good side or kind of do like a kumbaya or something
1: i think that ashton like anybody that is any kind of decent person i'm training somebody you know if they're putting in work they might not get the full share like i could see if captain lee wanted to say you know you're only going to get half of the share like i can totally understand that,
0: that would but, make sense.
1: you know like and so that's i could see you know i don't think ashton was trying to to oh my god there's a b hold on Literally, and I should say, oh my god! I should say that's a wasp, not like a bee. You know, but that shit's big. Um, so anyway, I could I could just say I think that Ashton was probably like what I would do is be like, hey, you know, she did do work. Let's let's give her something. That's exactly how he approached that. And again, it was only three hundred dollars while they, you know, made out over a thousand. And again, Brian was out with his knee like after that first day or whatever it was. So I don't know. I think, I think Lee made a mistake and he doesn't know how to answer for it and he doesn't want it brought up ever.
0: Well, I guess it doesn't really matter that it was only 300 because I was looking up your net worth and apparently you are a net worth of $13 million.
1: (laughs) I mean, if that were the case, like my nails wouldn't like the way that they do. I'd be spray tanned. I'd have glam here. <laughs> you know, I, I love that. I fucking wish I had one of those 13 million. <laughs> like even half of one, that'd be great. I don't know where they get this shit from. And also, I'm apparently like a caretaker to my alien mother. My mother's fine. <laughs> like, living our best life and like I don't know did Judy like what's wrong like somebody forget <laughs> to tell me something I don't even know apparently I was beaten by my father growing up too I have oh, no fucking God. idea but uh yeah no I I actually have been I'm more broke than I've ever been right now because <laughs> I haven't worked like and I don't have an only <laughs> <laughs> it's seriously tempting uh but yeah no I'm 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 more broke than I've ever been uh, I still do a lot of travel and people always that maybe that's what people think too is like I, I'm they're always seeing me in one time zone or another but I've been fortunate enough with like good connections and and side hustles to like be able to still like I mean I don't work like with a, a steady paycheck I have my business and I do a couple of things here and there and um You know, and I was invited out to this ranch and I caravan with a a friend who covered gas. So it's like, you know, I'm just making do.
0: You're just like the rest of us.
1: (laughs) But I don't want them to change that I'm worth 13 million because it's really nice to see. Yeah, (laughs) not true. So, so yes, I'm still worth 13 million dollars.
0: Cause like, you could like go on a dating site and then go on like a date and then, and they like Google you and be like, Oh my God, she's a rich bitch.
1: Well, you know, like my last name could like, they might be like, well, maybe, you know, you know, she's a Gerber. So Gerber food, Gerber date, whatever, you know, Gerber toilets, like I'm heir to the fortune. (laughs) Now the new thing is going to be like, Riley is broke as fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. headlines riley is broke starting only fits.
1: riley joins only fans <laughs> to find a sugar daddy to take care of her now
0: <laughs> um
1: just kidding <laughs>
0: <laughs> who do you think is the best captain out of like captain sandy and you can't say the hot one
1: well, uh, i mean I've never worked for him. And I don't even know that yeah. he would enjoy me because I'd probably be like less full after him the whole time.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so you need to go work now, Ms. Gerber. like, okay. I'd be like, oh, you need the laundry done? Sure. Yeah. I'd be like smelling yeah, be his like, shirts.
1: Oh my God. He is, he's good looking, you know? And I and yeah. I have a huge fan base in Australia. So you never know. Yeah. I mean, that could have that been a match made in heaven right there. Uh, yeah. But... Yeah. So I've met Sandy multiple times, you know, we've, um, hung out together, uh, she, I've never worked for her, so I can't attest to that. People are just so judgmental and it's so funny because they're judging a situation that they know nothing about. You know what TV wants you to see and know, and that's it. You know, people get very perturbed by how involved Sandy is. And I like it. I think that, you know, it shows that she is, you know, um, that she's involved in your success. Like she is thoughtful and she wants, you know, she, also you're running a, a fancy fucking yacht with high paying clients. Like I'll be damned if I'm not in every little bit and detail, making sure shit's going off without a hitch or stuck in their wheelhouse. They never come out or they're involved and they're on deck and they're whatever. Like, I appreciate that, you know, and I feel like there's a lot that I could have learned from her. Um, and so I think it would have been great to have worked with her. I think it would have been fun for like that dynamic, that whole crossover, but Malia got first female bosun. So, uh, and then I, and then Glenn, I've seen a, a, like maybe two or three sailing episodes. Um, I think he's adorable. And I think he is, you know, he's professional. And I think that he's, Probably, I don't know what Captain Lee was like in the early stages, but I think that Glenn has not let fame go to his head, from what I've seen of him, and I think that's great. So he'd be fun to work for. I don't know shit about sailing, and I don't prefer sailing, but and I would definitely be pissed if I was interior and every time you know they, uh whatever, healed, keeled killed over that I doesn't I mean they got whatever. Yelled, yeah. I don't know shit <laughs> about sailing. But.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, fun would be fun. so the Hannah and, and Malia situation yeah people people are so mean I mean I, I I'm gonna be totally honest with me so many people were like uh when I when I'm doing my podcast people are like oh um you know you never get involved in the drama you're so nice you're such a good person blah 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 I'm like yeah yeah yeah." but I, I feel a little bit guilty when people tell me that because when that whole Hannah thing went down I did kind of partake in like the hating on Malia and the hating on Captain Sandy a little bit I do regret it now and I don't really have any issues with them. Like obviously I don't know them, blah blah blah, right? Do they
1: have issues with you because of that? Does Malia like not address I think them? so. Oh yeah. I
0: think so. She had me blocked for a while, but now I'm unblocked. But um do you have an opinion on any of that stuff?
1: I mean, I can only speculate because again, I wasn't there. Um yeah. you know, and I but I from what I remember of it, right? Like Hannah, like they like Hannah seems uh Hannah seemed to be overwhelmed right and I think that's what happens you know like it was just she was getting over it like she's over being on the boat and on the show you know what I mean there's yeah. a lot like I only did, did two seasons and it I'm still get like anytime it shows in a new country like there's a whole influx of haters like talking about shit that's like So that's old news. You know what I mean? So like, (laughs) I can see it. It's wearing on people. I was at that point where she was probably just like over it all. And, you know, depending on what, like, there were some very stressful moments in my second season where I was just like, why the fuck am I here? You know, like, why am I doing this? You know, I was miserable and I was pissed off and I'm, I'm normally smiley Riley versus rotten Riley, you know, like 80% of the time I'm smiley Riley. And so I could see that Hannah was probably, you know, just over it. And uh, Malia, I think she wanted like what her boyfriend was coming in and she wanted to share the room and Hannah said no. And then afterwards, the whole incident uh, came up. So I think partly like, you know, I don't know Malia as a person, I I think I congratulated her on being the first female bosun and that was it, Um, you know, and she was thankful back. Um, but I don't follow her. I don't know much about her life and I, um, or who she is. And I think that maybe, you know, maybe part of it, like a very small part might've been subconsciously spiteful. And then yeah. another part is, you know, you do have a job to adhere to, which is if you know of someone taking any, you know, medication or drugs or anything like that, like you do have to report it. Um, if something were to happen if there was an accident at sea or even at the dock, you know, in the minute anything like that happens, like within the States, the coast guard is immediately called on any kind of incident. You can lose your license, you know? And, um, I think Malia was probably thinking about that, especially since she was building her career. Um, and I think that, you know, I would have handled it differently. I would have gone to Hannah, whether or not we had issues, you know, cause I didn't, maybe not whether or not, but it didn't seem to me like they were that pissed off with each other that they couldn't have like addressed it with each other first. Um, but yeah, no, you know, and Sandy was protecting her job. I I think that it was, you know, if you're going to do something, whether it's prescribed or not, like do it in private first and, you know, don't fault someone for protecting and saving their own ass, you know?
0: So two things with that. Um, I think what people really had a problem with Malia was that she she knew about the prescription medication for like two weeks and then when that thing happened with the the bunk change that's when she got pissed and went to the captain so it's like if if, you know I'm not saying anything two ways about it but it it was like if you were really cared about maritime law why didn't you do it before you were pissed, kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. So I think that was the issue. I don't know. Again, I don't have no idea, and I don't want to say one way or the other. Um, and then, two, like, did you ever? If you want to cut this out, you can. But okay. did you ever feel like you you had to like with Caroline? Did you did you feel like you had to like go to the captain and say that she was taking
1: no, you know, cause like I said, I was asked one time if I noticed anything. And of course I answered truthfully that I did not, you know, I didn't notice her ingesting anything. Um, but you know, it was very clear. I, I've never worked with Hannah, but it was very clear to me that Caroline, her head was elsewhere, you know, and it was just, there was no nothing that could have brought Caroline around because if if you did for a second it might be okay and then something else would immediately pop up. And so I think there are two very different situations um where you know one could have been a very great danger to the boat um and one couldn't have been and it's kind of funny to see the dynamic because you know I mean I know functioning potheads and alcoholics and it's like and then I know me the minute I smoke pot I turn into a damn melting vegetable on a couch like there's no way I could run a boat you know like there's I can't even speak like if I get high (laughs) so I don't know like I think I think medication and drugs affect people differently and if you know Hannah did have a prescription for whatever she had and and she you know and Malia decided to wait and it was poor timing on her end you know that's yeah it does look very spiteful. And, you know, yeah, again, you make a good point. If she was concerned about maritime law, then why not bring it up the first time? Um, unless she did talk to Hannah the first, you know, there's things we don't know and we don't see. So
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so not being in the situation, again, we can only speculate. If I was pissed off at Hannah, like, you know, part of me might think, like, be spiteful. But I'm also, like, again, very direct. And I would say to her, like, all right, bitch you either give me this bunk or I'm going to fucking tell (laughs) (laughs) you're going to get your ass kicked off the boat. (laughs) Like, it'll be like, there won't be any question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, that's, I, I, don't, I,
1: I don't know. I imagine I have no, it's, it's always curious me to like how I would do with certain other people, you know, that you see, like, I'm also like always hitting up the producer. I'm like, what if, why the fuck did you put all the hot, tall men on the other season and give me like the short bitch fucking men? Like, <laughs> 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 I always wonder how well I'd work with other people because I don't <laughs> have issues working with people, you know, for the most part, like there was a time or two maybe in the past, but I've never been fired from a job. And I've never, like, I've always had a good group of friends around me and, you know, like, I'm usually (laughs) fun.
0: It's so true. I mean, I'm the same way. Like, I can get along with, I can work with anyone. I can work with people who, like, I can visibly tell that they don't like me. I I Like, I'm the type of person I can just forget about it. But it's the type of people who are, like, literally on another planet do you know those people that are like delusional and they like they're we so wrong what one. <laughs> did you say
1: we just spoke about one <laughs> i cannot imagine what it was like to work with that person so uh, that's why i saw i can see kate and josiah reaching their breaking point
0: oh yeah definitely yeah
1: um yeah well good for you because that just that means you're a better and bigger person than i am <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely don't have the patience more and more I don't
0: well I think it stems from me like I know this interview is not about me but uh, um, <laughs> for me it's like I've been in so many situations where like growing up where like like I was on my own I you know had two dollars in the bank and like if I didn't work that day I wouldn't you know make rent kind of thing so it's like yeah. you have to keep your mouth shut you know what yeah. I mean? That, I think that's where it stems from. Like you keep your mouth shut, you keep your job kind of thing. I don't do that. Obviously it's not like that anymore. But
1: It was never <laughs> like that for me. You know, I've never gone into a job and I was like, okay, how can I make it to where they don't do the best that they can? Like if I'm training someone, I'm training them how I would want to be trained. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that you don't or that other people don't. But like for me, if I don't feel good in a situation or I feel like I'm being compromised, why should I compromise myself for someone else, you know, that is not like a a loved one or a child or anything like that of mine, you know, like why the fuck should I, I mean, why wouldn't I speak up for myself and, and, you know, protect myself. So.
0: So you have no regrets, right?
1: I don't have any regrets. I mean, you know, that like, I've no, I maybe regret not saying a man overboard three times. (laughs) (laughs) Because I got so much shit about it, but I'd never been in a man overboard situation before, so I was like, uh, "Man overboard!" (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) But um, no, other than that, like, I don't, you know. I mean, I my second season, I was like, "Okay, I'll be a little bit calmer," which I wasn't, you know. But like, I was quiet more so. Like, you see that, especially when it's like. You know, I was getting left out of meetings and and you know breaks and all of that. I was quiet about it, whereas I wanted to say something. I was like, no, I was the fucking villain last year, so you know, let me try to let me try to appear differently to the audience because it, it's a lot. Like I think people, you know, you definitely have to have thick skin if you go on a show like that, and if you don't, it could be very detrimental to your mental health and your well being. And I think, you know, probably if bravo you know is concerned as concerned as they seem to be especially with mental health and well-being they might do a better job of screening some people because i don't know how some of them made it through <laughs> like i don't know I how some thinking- got to be on the show
0: <laughs> i was thinking that about caroline too and you were talking yeah. about her like how did she get make it through
1: there was a 500 question questionnaire all having to do with the psych the psyche, or what the fuck, you know, like, your mental well-being. Some of the questions, like, like, the way they formed the questions, I was like, they shouldn't have formed it like that, like, they should ask, (laughs) but, like, I don't know how the fuck she answered any of that to get a passing grade, because she, she, I don't know.
0: Maybe she was just good at, like, bullshitting, I guess, right?
1: She definitely bullshitted her way onto the show, (laughs) so. (sighs) Yeah, because she, so, she didn't want to work, or I don't even know why the fuck she wanted to be there unless it was just for money.
0: Yeah, that's so strange. I mean, yeah. maybe she had, maybe I mean, I don't want to say anything negatively about anybody, but what what I'm thinking is maybe she. Let, let me do had, it
1: for you, Jane.
0: <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe she had. Like, she was so self-unaware that maybe she thought in her head she was one way and she really was not. And then when she got into the situation, she was like, holy shit, like, I cannot handle this kind of shit. Like, and she went crazy.
1: Well, but then you would think that if that was the case, um, you would think that if that was the case, she would have redacted a lot after the show. But she but he, just oh yeah went crazy or... I definitely think I'm going to drive down through Vancouver on the way out because I don't like hugging all this uh, border and like I've driven through so many times, but I always drive north. And so it just becomes like country versus city and, you know, van life. And like what I mean, like I'd rather be in the country and like exploring. And so I did not prefer like driving over the way we did. So I think I'm going to just go south so I can hit, like, be back in the States and do, like, the mountainous, you know, contiguous, uh, you know, Idaho, Washington, and Montana. So I might so be to Vancouver.
0: You're traveling with somebody or you're traveling? I was. Yourself? I was. Oh. Okay.
1: Uh, he's gone. Oh,
0: okay. Is <laughs> it he, eh? Ooh. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, if you come to Vancouver message me, I will definitely show you like a good hike or something. If if you (laughs) don't think I'm like a crazed fan or something. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say?
1: Or get me drunk and then let the real hot Riley (laughs) come out. It's it's so funny because I run into fans like so often. And a lot of people, like I even had two guys from like the UK uh, in La Jolla that were like behind me. And I was with a girlfriend of mine down there and they're like, they come up and they tap, and I'm like Riley from Below Deck, and I was like, yeah. They're like, no, it Is you who recognized your voice? And I was like, oh, I wasn't even yelling at anybody. Like, how'd you do that? <laughs> you <know>? like, <laughs> always oh, it's like it's funny when people are like when I see them out and about and they recognize me and they're they're I'm, they're like, oh, we're we're a huge fan. And I'm like, well, of the show or of me? Because there's a difference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if they if they um if they called you tomorrow and we like, Riley, we want you to be a bosun of this new blow Deck series. You're going to be the star of the show. You'd be like, yeah. Or like, "F that."
1: no, for sure. I would. I mean, I'd be totally down. I was down to do down under, but like I said, I have projects that are in the works that are limiting. I definitely would. I, you know, I still, the only yacht experience I have is from the seasons of the show. So Ooh. I'd be a little nervous. Cause I'm like, fuck, you know, what do you, like, I didn't get to do a lot of this shit with a lot of the toys and a lot of everything. So I don't know a lot about working the deck of a yacht. I mean, I know what you have to do, but then it's figuring out, you know, how do you open the last door and how do you like, I've never done that stuff. So I'd still be a little nervous. Um, but I would definitely, you know, I'd give it my best and I would, and fuck. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I mean, honestly, I don't give a shit.
0: well how come you haven't like gone on like big brother or like pursued other uh reality tv shows and like played up your celebrity because you are really like a fan favorite like love you i hate you you know people talk about you a lot i think that you could totally get some gigs and not that you aren't already
1: well um after the first season and for like three different times after uh, you know one of the casting um Passing through with a show with MTV tried to get me on there and I was still in contract with Bravo um the other issue really? but, yeah because they have like a it's like a two-year thing that you've signed two or three years I don't remember
0: um so and- after the show mm-hmm. you can't do anything for that long
1: it, it's it, once you sign it you're in contract for two or three years, you know, or whatever it is like six. I, I have no, I, I don't remember. I'd have to go back. Like my second one was, I think like the eight preceding months or something like that. I don't remember. I'd have to look at my contract, but I was so still. Like, in- sorry. No, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, so it means like you can't do anything or it's like, you have to run whatever you're doing by them.
1: Yeah. You have to run it by them. And of course this was a conflicting network. This was MTV. And uh, so, you know, they're two competing, re- even though they're not really competing, like MTV and Bravo are two different levels in my opinion, but they were a competing network. And so I w- It was not uh, I was not allowed to do it, but also like they would ask, like, it was for a show that was like a dating show. And it was uh, funny because they kept saying, well, like who, you know, like, I- again, I don't, I don't, I guess people don't realize like I'm 37 years old. And so they're like, oh yeah, like this is for an ex. Like, they're you like, like thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, no, like, we, you know, we need to talk to exes, like name off some exes. And I was, and I was, and, but they're all like older than me. They're like, you don't have anybody younger. And I was like, you guys are MTV. Like you're doing 16 and pregnant. I'm 37. You know, at the time I was like 33 or whatever. But yeah, so MTV. And then I was on the ranch last year. Um, we were doing a show. We, we were initially talking to Bravo about it, then Discovery. Um, there was a lot of, because it was on a ranch, um, in the middle of a reservation, there was a lot of political, uh, issues that were involved. And then of course, um, I left and then the show left. Um, so, and now there's, I've been talking to a new network, um, about my own show. So I can, I can say that, um, we've done quite a few, uh, sizzle reels and filming for that, um the pilot so we just just last week um the network uh submitted like a budget for casting um which is great because that's like a movement forward and so now we are working towards shooting a pilot um so once they are all approved on that end then we can shoot this pilot for it and hopefully they just love it Oh yeah. (laughs) I need good banter. So that's the thing is like, I need good banter. So I can't just be me talking to myself. I need people that are like going to bring out all sides of
0: me. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So can you tell me like what kind of like show would it be like, would it be like the life of, I picture this, the life of Riley shooting chipmunks and <laughs> riling up snakes and shit
1: i know isn't that crazy like people are so like blown away about what like, what i do and i'm like this is like normal for me <laughs> you know <laughs> i forget that people don't think like i do and like do things that i do i get so bored if i'm not doing something like there's no name for it yet but essentially it's already based around a lot of my life um a one uh a large chunk of it is about a business that I already have in place, which is just elaborating on it. And, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully they decide that, you know, instead of buying like five, you know, the series, they want to buy a whole season. I don't know. I'm like, I'm really hope I hate talking about shit. Cause then I think I like shit the bed when I do that.
0: But like, like you jinxed that?
1: yeah, you know, but like, I got to also put it out there. Like this has got to happen because Why the fuck wouldn't it happen? And I do think, like, I don't think I'm, like, made for TV. I just think I'm good at TV because I don't know how to act. So if you piss me off, I'm going to be pissed off. If you make me happy, if I want to have sex with you, I'm going to have sex with you. You know, (laughs) I'm all for it all. Yeah, so it, but there's obviously, like, a pitch to it all, so.
0: I'm gunning for you because I would totally watch that. And at at the end, we will, um, we will plug your businesses just so you know, okay. Thanks. Um, there, oh, like was,
1: gives a shit. Nobody's spending <laughs> money anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Inflation is insane. I know. Maybe so, I
1: should have to plug with, like, a little discount.
0: <laughs> <laughs> James and Riley, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Coupon code. <laughs> so, do you prefer working in Tahiti, or did you wor- prefer working in... Uh, Alaska?
1: Oh, uh, I hate the heat. I become unmotivated. I become lazy. Um, you know, we had uniforms that were uncomfortable as fuck. So, um, and in Alaska, like I love fishing. It didn't feel like I wasn't being berated from all different (laughs) angles. You know, I enjoyed Alaska a lot better. Um, I'm from there, so it's always home. I'm always going to go back, but, um, you know, again, it's cool to get out there and see different countries. And, and, uh, you know, that was a totally different job entirely. And I love learning new things. Like I've always like pictured myself, like, it'd be amazing to do a show where I'm like a female micro, you know, with like dirty jobs. Like I would. My dirty jobs, where he like does everything that you don't want to do. Oh, you
0: know? micro! I thought you said M I C R O, micro. Mike Rowe. Oh
1: no, no, <laughs> yeah, I would love to be a female micro, like doing that. But you know, they already did it with micro, so.
0: I think I think it would be called the Life of Riley. I think it would be a dope show.
1: Okay. <laughs> Making grown men cry. <laughs> I had a really good idea for like a bachelorette too, because I'm not like, I'm not, and we pitched this too. We pitched it uh, as well. Um, But this particular network was not into like a dating show, but it would be fucking amazing to like have someone like me out there be like the bachelorette. I don't want to wear a fucking ball gown to dinner and go fly up to a rooftop. Like I would rather like have, you know, I I was like, I know the name of the show. It's are you man enough? And you know, and, and he'd have to build me a shelter or a fire or like, skin me a deer or whatever you know provide for me and wow. then if he didn't make it right like if he couldn't do it instead of getting a rose i'd give him the axe at the end of the episode <laughs> right wow. I was so i was like somebody's gonna want to everybody's gonna want to watch that belittling these men like f- get the fuck out of here <laughs>
0: I mean, that would be like a bingeable show for sure.
1: Oh, hell yeah. But like, how many times can I be the bachelorette on that? Because I'd be like, no to every man, you know? So eventually I, like, I would have to host it.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, true. Because once you end up with somebody, then you can't like have an season with somebody else, right? <laughs> so guess your first line from when you walked on the boat. Is it, I'm definitely a trucker's daughter. I spit, I burp, and I have a temper. Or is it, nice to meet you. I am like a totally different world of boating. We don't have any of this pretty yacht stuff. Or (laughs) I can't read apparently.
1: (laughs) Um. (laughs) I make a lot of men nervous, James.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. I feel like I'm in, like, grade three, and I'm, like, reading the chapter in front of the
1: class. I used to love doing that. Like, I couldn't wait to, like, get to me so I could be, like, the, like, you know, they call on the kids to read out loud. I loved it. Uh,
0: and then number three is, I'm a female deckhand. To be respected, I have to prove myself.
1: Well, I think it was the middle one.
0: You think it was the middle one?
1: The first thing I said when coming onto the boat.
0: No, it was the first thing. I actually made that up because you never said nice to meet you. <laughs> oh!
1: <laughs> it was a pleasure talking to me. <laughs> I love me too. <laughs> um, okay, well, I can believe that. I'm sure I, I know I would have said it. I just didn't know if it was the first thing I
0: said. <laughs> Makes sense. I have some questions from some fans here for you. Oh. So, AK grew 1172 says she should go on captain jason's boat and rock his world. Oh I would yeah
1: <laughs> well I mean I'm like a big talker too like I'd let him rock my world
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just get-
1: man oh. oh I haven't even watched any of the show from down under but yeah
0: (laughs) i mean there's a lot of like uh episodes with his shirt off and he's like wiping the boat and stuff which
1: means he like knows he looks good so probably i would end up being like oh fuck it you know like i mean i don't i can't date anybody that's all like looking in the mirror more than i do (laughs) like
0: a douchebag yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: so who knows i don't know what i just think he looks good i don't know anything else about him
0: I mean, I I don't get the douchebag vibe from him, actually, so I know what you mean. Good. So Andy Cohen's bussy says, (laughs) we're the Brew crew as awful as they appeared on camera. Does she feel misogyny has improved over the years or is it still as awful as it was during her time on the show?
1: Well, you know, I don't know, because I haven't uh, been on the show since, and I don't, I haven't worked with them. I don't think men are that easy to change, (laughs) (laughs) or women for that matter, Um, and, you know, in my opinion, (laughs) men have become a lot more sissified over the years, you know, so, like, I feel like they're way more sensitive, and they're way more, like, you know, like, butt hurt about a lot of shit so i doubt that it's changed much (laughs) for the better
0: (laughs) you're canceled um so from key boats mechanic can you ask her if she would date a boat mechanic in the keys
1: oh i was just down there um I think a boat mechanic would be great because I don't know shit about mechanics. I can change the oil and out drives and, you know, simple shit, but what if we break down? We're fucked, you know? Like, I don't know <laughs> what happens. I'm calling Cito. Um, but yeah, I mean, he you know, I'm vain, too, so you better be a good-looking
0: mechanic. <laughs> and I mean, like, how different can a boat engine be to, like, a, a van engine, right? Oh, so it's like...
1: I can only change. The oil. I don't know. No. I don't know. Um, I don't. That's the th- like. It, it's funny because like I ask a lot of questions when I'm being explained a process, and and we see that you know even with like the fenders, you know, like these fenders were shaped all fucking different sizes, so of course they go different, you know, sides at different parts on the side of the ship. Yeah. And I was just like, so I'm like. There's a reason, you know, and for me, I want to know why, so that the next time I don't have to ask you and I can figure it out, you know, and I can do it. So it's the same way, like with an engine, I don't know why, you know, piston spot like I don't know the why or the how so like I can't take apart an engine and do it so I would never rely on me (laughs) to like to fix that engine you know what I mean like that's why we got (laughs) other people on board for that so it sucks because like when you're you know not on a a yacht and you're in a little fishing boat like I do and you do break down like no owner of the boat wants to call sea or the coast guard that's a hefty price tag that comes with that. So it'd be nice to have a mechanic. (laughs) I need new leaf springs in the van. So
0: (laughs) what is even that?
1: (laughs) Well, all I know is the van's sitting pretty heavy and uh, I, you know, it helps with suspension and, and all that. And so if you go anywhere and you do that, you're paying for their, you know, labor besides just parts. So if I knew a mechanic.
0: I mean, he's a really good follower. He's always like commenting on my stuff and he's okay. a really good guy. So uh, okay. maybe I'll like I'll hook you up. So
1: send me his send me his his Instagram name and maybe maybe he's worth a look.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Like an um, and the last thing I wanted to ask you is, yeah. <laughs> could you cuss me out <laughs> like you do on the show? I'm like, how
1: does <laughs> this mean? What the oh. fuck do you want me to say to you, I mean, Jesus. I don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> like, you literate bitch, you can't
1: fucking read. <laughs> no, because that people be are like, oh, she's making fun of people with learning disabilities.
0: <laughs> okay, so you can't cuss me out?
1: I mean, I could if you pissed me off. I, like, I don't know what would come out of my mouth without
0: having
1: <laughs> a, a reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. <laughs>
0: okay. It's okay. I don't like, uh, you
1: want to make me so mean, damn it.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so I was reading this tweet earlier and it said that you know how like all the new chief stews how they're not lasting and they're just doing like one season and then you know what I mean they're getting another one and I saw this cool tweet and it was like I think the reason why new new uh chief stews aren't sticking around is because like Hannah and Kate they were not like when they were on the show they were just the characters on the show and when the show was not filming they weren't going on another boat and and doing yachting still. They were only chief stews on the show, so they were like more inclined to like do stuff that might get them fired because it wasn't their career anymore. So, do you think that that would be a reason why some stews aren't lasting or what do you think?
1: I think that you have to be a good character for a show to keep coming back, right? Yeah. I haven't watched a lot of them, but I've seen like I've seen a couple shows with like Daisy right that's the sailing one I don't know why she keeps coming back except that because I feel like part of what is appealing and alluring about blow deck is seeing some of the same people um, yeah. because there's the you know there's like so much more drama to be had with that same crew you know like granted like would I want to work with Ashton again not really I would. But like, I'd rather have new people on board, but um, I don't know, maybe they're just not finding the right person to keep bringing back to, to make it noteworthy. You know, that might be the case. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think if I've seen anywhere there were different, you know, isn't Malia still the bosun or something?
0: No, the no. new season's going to air and she's not on there anymore.
1: Okay. So, I mean, and she, yeah. So she was furthering her career. I mean, you know, me, like if I, if I had my choice of below deck and then this new project that I'm working on, which is the life of Riley, I would so much rather do the life of Riley. It's a new endeavor that's like, could go wrong. This is a hit show already, you know, but I'd have more leverage and also it's more me and not just part, you know, so, so I don't know. I think you know, it definitely takes the right person. Um, I think Kate made a great career out of being on the show and, uh, you know, and Hannah apparently wanted a family or something. I don't know. So yeah, I don't, if, if my, hey, if, if, uh, this network doesn't, you know, pick up and it doesn't go well, I'm, I'm all for being, I'll still be third fucking backhand. I don't give a fuck. Like just, you know, I'll keep coming back, keep, just throw me into the, the ring, you know, I'll, I'll keep fighting. <laughs> I'm good because I did like some, one podcast did say it like that. She gave us everything that you want to see on a reality TV and that's fighting and fucking, and that's true. You know, like, but again, it was, it was pure, unadulterated, uh, organic, authentic me, <laughs> <laughs> but I did laugh a lot on the show. It just didn't, it wasn't a good storyline. <laughs>
0: That's exactly what um, Katie Flood said. Uh, Katie Flood from Med, who took over for Hannah for a season. Okay. she said, you not only have to be a good character, but you can't you can't fake it because if you fake it, the camera's gonna show that. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are gonna pick up with that. So you have to be like a good character, but you can't be like inauthentic. And I think that's what made you like such a good, Characters, because you said you can't be fake, right? Like I you, honestly
1: like, don't know that I ever could. Like you know, even when they would say like, "Hey, you know, give us this like, uh, you know, uh, one-liner or whatever," it just sounded so awkward. Kind of yeah. So <laughs> like, I can't like yeah. You know, I can't refilm something. You know, when we did sizzle reels for this other project, I'm like, e- you should have been rolling on my first reaction. You know, like because <laughs> that's my genuine reaction. Now I'm like all stiff and you know whatever. But Yeah, I, I do like people watch reality TV because they want to see reality. And, you know, when they start to, which is why I also have a lot of great deal respect for the editors and the production company with Bravo and, and below deck is none of that shit that I'm aware of is edited to be staged in any, in any way, you know what I mean? Like fashion's dumbass really did fall off the fucking boat. But then they made him, you know, boson the next season, which is beyond fucking me. Like, why? I don't fucking know, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Um, okay, so uh, I, I have to do the opening and the closing for the podcast. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. So this is where it's gonna be like awkward because I'm gonna be like, welcome. Okay. <laughs> right. No way so one two three
1: (laughs) you want me not to look at you (laughs) 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 this is the fun shit you should put in there (laughs) (laughs) it's almost like you're shy it's so funny it's adorable
0: (laughs) i don't um being like uh like social like this doesn't come naturally to me like i have oh, to force myself to do it
1: that's crazy see like and that's what i don't understand that you know because i like i i does, it, this comes naturally to me just
0: talking <laughs> yeah Open well i mean like my my instagram started popping off so i just like everyone's like you have to do podcasts you have to take advantage of your instagram yeah so oh my god my first uh, i know we have to go and i'll just tell you this real quick but my first episode, oh, my God, I was supposed to film it with this guy from Down Under. And I, like, literally text him before. I'm like, oh, I can't film right now because there's construction near my apartment. <laughs> and so I, we had to do it, like, uh, like only audio because I was so nervous. And, like, I was, like, walking around my apartment, like, with my phone in my oh, hand. Like,
1: yeah. I
0: was so nervous. Oh, but now, I, like, I feel see. better. Yeah, because yeah. of course,
1: like people are following you and engaging in your content, like, you know, definitely take advantage of what you can. But I get I, I understand, you know, it's it's not a, it's not as easy for you. But hopefully the more you do it, you know, the easier it does get. Like, I would say, like, put that drunken fucking dumbass Tijuana message I sent <laughs> you. Like This is Riley. Check it in. I don't know about 430. I don't know about earlier either
0: or later.
1: So so if you can hop on right now, I'm ready. And it is 5.15 a.m. Otherwise, we're going to have to reschedule for whatever next week is. Okay, thank you. Let me know.
0: you're so funny um yeah like if it's totally cool if you you can't do it sorry i uh just got to work i just looked at instagram so i didn't even see that you uh sent that but yeah no problem (laughs) have a good night hopefully you you don't wake up and feel like shit
1: (laughs) good god james i was (laughs) fucked up like i was (laughs) fucked up I don't know (laughs) how I made it back across the border. Like, that shit, I could have been sold for some shit. That was crazy.
0: I wasn't even mad or anything. I was just like, this is hilarious. It
1: was so stupid. (laughs) And I didn't even know that I sent it when I sent the other message. Like, hey, we need to reschedule. (laughs) I'm fucked up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, the first message was like, it's 5.16 a.m. If you can do the podcast right this second, I will do it. Otherwise, no. so I was so glad you
1: didn't because I was not okay. I was so not okay. I was still in Tijuana and like completely fucked. Like it was not okay. Yeah. I haven't drank since. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, I, I heard the alcohol is different down there or something.
1: Yeah, it gave me like Tijuana revenge and everything. Like, I like don't, I will never go back to Tijuana. Ever.
0: Oh. Sounds like fun though.
1: No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it wasn't. um But yeah, like that, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't even give <laughs> if you put that on there. I <laughs> sound okay. like a dumbass. Like,
0: hey,
1: le- hey. <laughs> uh, I,
0: I want to go to the Everglades. <laughs> to take yeah, come
1: on, Python. You, me, and Kate.
0: <laughs> let's do it <laughs> we'll you film that to. she's
1: like when? she's like when are you putting me on gators i was like what the hell
0: okay um okay three two one welcome everybody this is episode nine of uh welcome everybody this is episode nine of pop Off with james i'm james pike and this is the great um from Below Deck, OG, Riley Gerber, how are you?
1: Hi, James, I'm good.
0: <laughs> nice to meet you.
1: I didn't know, that's the first time I've been called the OG. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was referencing the show, not Oh, you. okay,
1: all right, well, I took it the other way, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my cheeks hurt from laughing I'm so much. sorry. <laughs> Okay, now we have to do the exit. Okay, Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna like thank you for being on, and then we'll do our Instagram handles and social media handles, and then you can talk about your business, and then we'll be done. Okay, Um, so thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Uh, This was episode nine of Pop Off with James. I'm James Pike. This is Riley. You can catch me on Instagram at below deck above average. You can find my podcast Instagram. pop off with James and you can find my the video version of this podcast on YouTube and you can find the audio anywhere that you get your podcasts so where can we find you Riley on social media
1: uh, I, well, I only have one <laughs> handle <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, despite what people think and, and how many robots are, are soliciting money out of others, but, uh, you can find me at the life of Riley on Instagram. Um, and my website is www.thelifeofriley.com. You'll see all my business venues, uh, and ventures there. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys stay tuned and enjoy what you see. <laughs>
0: Do you want to like say a little thing about your business or do you want no. them to just go there?
1: I mean, it would be great if people wanted to buy the <laughs> shit that I sell. <laughs> so, if you're interested in dead animal jewelry or <laughs> like dead animal skull art or dead animal leather products, head on over to life of um, Give me all your money. <laughs>
0: But honestly, if like you, that if is... you
1: don't, if you don't, then I might be forced to go to OnlyFans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe people want that. Who knows? Right. Yeah,
1: of course they fucking do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yo, like that's such a good thing though, because what you you just used every part of the animal, right? So it's a good thing, right? That people yeah. would buy your jewelry.
1: I don't just kill, you know, for the sport of killing. I eat, I create art out of it. Um, there, I, I used to sell quite a bit of jewelry actually, and it's not just dead animals. Like none of the porcupines were harmed in the making of my jewelry, you know, so (laughs) I can't say much for the coyote teeth and the bison teeth, but you know, the antlers that are shed naturally every year, that's no animals were harmed. Um, uh yeah, so yeah, I try to use every part of the animal and all my products and I try to eat it all, you know that that's not wanton waste, and um, you know, I harvest ethically and legally, so if you're into all that, check out the life of yeah, you know, if you're not into any of that and you're just inter- interested in any of the retreats that I host, you know you you don't have to kill any animals or partake in any animal anything
0: That's so cool, oh my God, that's such a good idea you host retreats
1: yeah i do i do retreats um i've done them all across the world panama nicaragua alaska um I'm, a new one that's coming up is going to be zion um and so yeah i mean it's it's, it's and i've even done cabo you know some of it's fishing but others are retreats that are geared more towards you know just like likes of everybody and it could be culinary focused or driven or it could be crossfit or you know, Zen, whatever. So I, I do, I do it all. I'm kind of like a Jill of all trades.
0: Jill of all trades. Yeah. I love that. Honestly, it's like, you got me excited. Cause now I'm going to go check that out. So good. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, you, you get some spikes in sales from this.
1: That'd be great. I, I mean, thanks. Are you looking yeah. for a feet? <laughs>
0: No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna exploit your life to get views that's
1: all well you know like, get in line <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god yeah, it was
1: so fun talking to you james i'm glad yeah. we did.
0: for sure yeah sorry it took so long oh
1: well, that was my fault so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay well i have to go all
1: right <laughs> i gotta go too i gotta go james <laughs>
0: I said it first. So. Damn it. I'm just a little I bit more important than you. <laughs> right.
1: okay. It was good Bye. talking to you. Bye. Yeah.
0: Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode with Riley Gerber. If you're having any trouble with your mental health or addiction, please reach out or you can go to the description of this podcast to get some resources for your area. Thank you.